everybody. Welcome to Second Sunday. I'm Jessica Allstrom. I jump on live every second Sunday of the month and kind of give an overall energetic update, an energy report, kind of a tone on where we are collectively, where we are, where the tone of the vibration is for the Lightworker community. And we are in a brand new year. Hopefully you guys had an opportunity to catch my uh, last video that I did. It was uh, 2019 predictions. And I kind of went into depth about the theme of 2019, which is really the unmasking of mankind. And when I say that, what I mean is, is what we're going to do is we're, we're all going to have a further, greater awakening into our own personal awareness of who we are as a partnership within ourselves. It is really going to be kind of the, the, you know, the year of you. This is what this year is about. It's, it's all about you. And that may sound selfish and that may sound, you know, completely um, uncomfortable, but you will find that you are fine tuning your own vibration this year. And it is important that you know who you are in that tuning and what you are and what you are capable of. And, you know, for hundreds of years, we've been studying all of this content and spirituality and we know from a logical perspective who and what we are. But not very many of us have really put that into practice and become. So the year of awareness is the year of us becoming aware of who we are without the mask, without the protection, without the avoidance, without the, um, the fear. And this year, we are starting a brand new seven-year cycle. I teach a lot about seven-year cycles in my Tika Academy because it's a it's an it's an awesome reference point for us to be able to know where we are vibrationally in a collective, you know, um, in, in a collective spiral that we're all heading through. The last seven year cycle that we just completed was all about clearing. It was all about uncovering. It was all about us waking up even deeper and deeper to what and who we are as far as what we want, as far as who we are, our purpose, our potential. And this next seven-year cycle that we're getting ready to start is all about expansion. It is all about new, clean slate. It is all about possibilities. And we don't have to bring any of that garbage and that baggage into this year if we don't choose to. That's the beauty of the year. The year is set in stone as the new year of awareness, which means possibilities are going to be absolutely endless for you. All of the things that you've been wanting and waiting for can materialize like that this year. But you have to be present in what and who and how you're vibrating. And what I mean when I say that for those of you who aren't used to the frequency and vibration communication, it is the energy of the whole totality of your field. You know, you have a conscious mind, you have a subconscious mind, and you have an unconscious mind. And this conscious mind of yours is always the hero of your story. It is the justification, it is the, the hero, it is the, the one that assumes that it's other people's fault. It is your biggest cheerleader and it is the one that keeps you driving forward, which is awesome because we are duality in the making. So we have these two essences in this consciousness awareness and that's what people see when they look at you. But when you're kind of comfortably in your own pain, there is another layer to you. And that is really where we keep a lot of our fear, a lot of our old humiliation, a lot of our old shame, a lot of our old guilt. 
And so when people ask me, you know, why are they not manifesting the things that they want to manifest, I ask them to look below the story, look below the surface, look below, below the mask that they believe they are and go into the root of who they believe they are. Because anytime you're triggered, there's a lot of information inside that trigger for you if you could honestly step inside yourself instead of project defensively. If you could step inside that trigger, you would see that somehow, some way, there is an underlying belief somewhere that you believe the essence of what they're saying is true. Now, we know that we are divine beings of light, but we have, over time, as this diamond created a lot of filters and programs and blockage points around that light. And as we move into this new year, it is really going to be about turning the lights on and getting brutally honest with all aspects of ourselves. You know, really fine tuning where we still don't feel safe, where we still don't feel free. You know, why do we not still feel deserving? Why do we still feel unworthy? And instead of just saying, you know, I was victimized by this and I was victimized by that, this year is the year of facing the opposite side of yourself. And I have created a new workshop around that called Warrior Training where we're going to go inside of ourselves and we're going to find the inner narcissist. We're going to find the inner perpetrator. We're going to find the one that is actually technically holding us back. Because when you tell me you're blocked, I know that it's you blocking your own way. So why would we be blocking our own way in the brand new beginning of a seven-year cycle, which basically the universe is saying, go enjoy your reality. You're, you're divine fast creators now. Time is not going to be an issue because there's no such thing as waiting. In a state of waiting, all we're actually doing is needing to prepare. Prepare ourselves, prepare our energy fields, prepare our purposes. So there is no more waiting unless you're still vibrating in the past programs and frequencies. Because although we're beginning a new seven-year cycle, we understand that this new seven-year cycle is about us choosing to be here now, choosing to be in the present moment, choosing to see the opportunities and the limitations, choosing to face our own pain, our own fears. Look at that person in the mirror, right? That not the what the world sees, but what you see when you look at yourself. And that's where the real work is going to be this year because the unmasking of mankind is going to kind of blow things up and right in front of our faces so that we have to actually... Um, connect and communicate with our environment more. It's not about what society isn't doing. It's about who we are in the society and what we can do to make these changes. This new, this new energy that we're in is absolutely endless. You know, when I tap in, I like to tap in every month and find out where the collective consciousness is. And for the first time since I've been doing Second Sunday, there's a collective vibration that is closest to freedom that I have ever seen before. And that just brought me so much bliss and so much joy in knowing that if we choose, that our, our time has arrived. We are allowing ourselves through this expansion, through the new electromagnetic energy that the planet is shifting to, because that's what's happening with all the wobbles and the shifts with the planet, is electromagnetic energy on this planet is shifting and changing. It's recalibrating. 
The photonic belts and energy are, are completely in a different alignment with where they were seven years ago. And they will continue to shift and change just like your body is shifting and changing. A lot of you are experiencing illness right now. A lot of it is going to be in the solar plexus, in the throat chakra, in the, ch the chest area right where the heart chakra is. You're going to feel congestion at times up here. And really what this is, is it's about the old patterns inside of you are trying their best to break up. And the nurturing energy of Mother Earth is, is talking to your body and your body is syncing up with that frequency and it is trying to move into a higher alignment of yourself. But you do have an opportunity because you're such a powerful creator to resist all of the changes just like you have an, uh, an option to resist the update on your phone every six weeks. So you have the opportunity to resist this. And I say this every month in Second Sunday. But my job for Second Sunday is to tell you what the potential is, to tell you where the strength is and where your alignment could be if you were to do something very important. So I decided to use this Second Sunday as an opportunity to teach something. And it is something that I'm just recently having a big aha moments about within my own being and my own practice. And really what it is, is for months and months, you've been hearing this term, let go, surrender. And you're like, I am letting go. I'm losing everything. I'm letting go of everything. I'm letting go of everything. And still nothing changes. So I want to educate you a little bit on the difference in avoidance and surrender. So as we dive into this warrior training, we're going to be facing head on all of the things that we have been avoiding. Because a lot of times we avoid, we avoid, 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 and we build up a lot of blockages in our field because anytime energy is not flowing, it is blocked, right? And what we use avoidance for is to cover up fear. Right? So think about maybe two things in your reality right now that you're avoiding. Avoiding a conversation, avoiding speaking your truth, avoiding leaving a job, avoid getting a job. Wherever you are avoiding has huge messages for you because underneath avoidance is always fear. And what that looks like is we avoid, we avoid, we avoid. We take physical action in other areas around the avoidance right? We keep rescuing. We keep doing all the things that we're doing. We cover up avoidance and then we surrender. We surrender to the fact that we cannot be responsible to the things that we have avoided. And I want you to look at the difference between those two words because it sounds like a, like a duality, like understanding is surrender is about, is about letting go and avoidance is about hiding. Okay. So if you are finding yourself surrendering and surrendering and nothing is budging, what I want you to do is I want you to go to the other side of your consciousness and look at what you're avoiding. Look at where your biggest burdens are right now in your reality. Who's a burden? What's a burden? Because underneath that is going to be the belief systems that are harboring a lot of old stuff that needs to be purified for you to be able to get on board for the seven-year cycle. Because January is really about you saying yes to your potential. And February is going to be about demonstrating. It is going to be about showing up. It's going to be about, you know, you starting the podcast and you doing all these things and sharing your story as a testimony to others without being afraid. And when you go in and you really start to clear 
a lot of old shame and guilt around avoidance. And you start to ask yourself why, because the justifications can come through that way. And you can see, oh, I've been justifying avoiding this because I'm protecting someone or I'm protecting, you know, um, someone who's less capable of me. You'll realize that the first statement that I opened up with is that this year is about you. It is about your reality unfolding finally in the direction of your bliss, not someone else's bliss. It is about going into the avoidance places and finding where you're still not able to receive, still not able to communicate your truth, still feel, um, you know, bad about speaking your truth. You start to feel heartless when you start speaking your truth. But that is going to be normal because it, when you start to be able to speak your truth without caring about the consequences of that truth, you haven't moved into a state of heartlessness. You've moved into a state of neutrality. And the neutral perspective is such a strong place for quantum creators. And the reason why is because there's no charge connected to it. There's no negative or positive charge that stir up law of attraction. So when you stay in a neutral space and say, I'm choosing me and it's time for you to choose you and I am not going to go into grief and I'm not going to go into guilt for you and I am not going to go into sorrow and I am not going to go into sympathy because I know that if I can do this, you can do this. And what we're having kind of project in the world around us is all of the things that we've been avoiding, right? We have allowed the society to kind of become out of alignment. And, and now since the lights are on and we're all aware, we're all stepping into the power of changing that alignment. So although things still look grim and they still look gray and there's walls being built, you're in the process of the other side of duality of tearing your walls down and moving into a, a, a space of vulnerable, confident strength, speaking your truth, taking your power back and being able to be a thousand times more of service than you were when you were rescuing and keeping your mouth shut and making sure everybody's world looked perfect so that you didn't have to feel their suffering. So you're going to stand in this new space of power for this year. But the only work you have left to do is to go in and see where the diamond that is you is still dense, is still unpure. And I don't mean unpure in a negative perspective. I mean more of a density perspective. You know, where are there flaws, which is density, inside the transparency and the authentic being that you could be? And the thing I love about quantum science is that it's so damn simple. It is so damn simple. It is just, if things are not moving, there is something vibrating in your field at a lower frequency that is not moving as fast as your higher self. And what would those things be that would be vibrating at a lower frequency that would be interrupting your flow, stopping your freedom, stopping your abundance? It's so simple. But we have to stop pointing the finger and we have to start pointing the finger here and we have to say, you know what? It's time for me to face the things that I've been avoiding within myself. Start to look at the things that I'm considering a burden, the things that I'm using as an excuse, as a burden, the things that I'm still not showing up for in my own life, the things that I say I'm going to do and then my actions show differently. This is going to be, for this first six months of the year is accountability. 
It is all about us being accountable to who and what we say we are. It is about looking at everything, time, space, relationships, and health, and money that are still not flowing in a state of absolute freedom. If time is not moving in a free space for you, there's a flaw. There's a low frequency. If money's not moving free for you, especially now, we're in 5D, instant manifestation, and it's not about you having a pile of money. It's about you as a creator. And, you know, my six-year-old doesn't care how he gets toys. He just wants toys. So he's not focused on money. He's focused on the aspect of creation itself. And we have been taught to focus on the money. And when we don't have money, we lower our frequency and it must be because we don't deserve, but it is really because those first seven-year cycle that you had, that first seven-year cycle of your life has dictated the tone and who you are in all relationships thereafter. So who you were in your first seven years may still be playing out if you haven't interrupted those patterns. And who we are is just what we believe we are. So being able to change these belief systems really down deep inside of ourselves and getting brutally honest with us changes how the outside is generated. It also changes how you see the outside because you're actually manufacturing your entire reality from the inside camera that you call your physical brain and body. You are projecting this reality outside of you. So when there's something wonky on the inside, it's going to project on the outside. When we can't self-govern, then our government goes to crap. So it all is about this moment. And we've never had more opportunity right now as lightworkers, as messengers, as empaths, as way showers, as healers, as artists, as teachers, as we do right now. The whole universe is in support of you now. That's why the pressure feels so extreme. That's why you're moving towards a, pre a pressurized state. And that's why you're noticing that you have more power with your words. That's why you're noticing that it's easier to give up things that no longer serve you. That's why you're noticing that surrender doesn't feel like weakness anymore. It feels like stepping into uncertainty and letting uncertainty be your new security blanket. Letting change be part of your reality. One of the things that I realized when I was creating this warrior workshop was how long and for all different reasons, how, comfortable, how comfortably suffering I was, which means that we suffer, but we don't really understand that there's a different way. So we find comfort in that. And I'm a former rescuer and my highest joy most of my life was rescuing other people from themselves, rescuing them from situations, rescuing them from, you know, having to be responsible, rescuing in all different ways. And what I realized was happening within me is I was getting a lot of pride out of that. And I felt good about myself when I was doing that. And when I went into that particular mask as the rescuer, I realized that all my little girl inside of me ever wanted was to be rescued back. And I believed that if I were going to, if I was going to rescue someone, then eventually they would be well enough to turn around and rescue me. 
And that's why there's been so much resentment in relationships, not just mine, but in lots of other people's lives is because as empaths, we usually give 150% of ourselves in a relationship to our job, to our practice. And it's very rare that we get the love back that we have given out. And instead of that love and that support and that guidance and that help going towards me, I felt better about myself giving it away until I looked deep inside of me and I found old seven-year cycle shame patterns. Because let's think about it. When you feel guilty about something, you literally naturally go towards self-sabotage and self-punishment because you feel bad. Well, there's been such a guilt and shame cycle in your reality, which means most of us were shamed for who we were, really. And that shame turned into guilt. And we begin to operate and behave out of that personality. And we still wanted to be a fraction of ourselves. So what is an empath, perfection of the universe, divine soul's energy being do when they're shamed? They do the best that they can. They can't shine bright within, but they can help you shine bright. They can help you fix your problems because I feel guilty for being who I am since I was rejected and abandoned for it. So I'm going to shine my light to help you shine your light. I'm going to be your biggest cheerleader. I'm going to give you all the advice that I won't take myself. I'm going to help you through all of your pain. I'm going to pay your bills. I'm going to do all of these things. And in return, all you actually get from them, if I'm not mistaken, is resentment as soon as you begin to cut that off. And you begin to resent them because they're not feeding back to you that energy of what you're giving. So a lot of us are facing this particular issue right now. And this, this energy that we're in right now is really about not necessarily going into judgment, but really observing the totality of who we are, all of our seven-year cycles. All of your seven-year cycles have accumulated to, the, to, to this new universal seven-year cycle. So we are the, mi the micro of the macro. And we have a seven-year cycle that's moving and shifting and growing. And the universe has one. And the universe just started a brand new one. And I will actually post the pyramid in the comments once I get done. And I will show you that what each step is going to mean for us. The first year is always awareness. And if we look at, at ourselves as birthing a new beingness within ourselves, we're going to have to get to know this new energy. We're going to have to get to know this body without being afraid of it, without feeling lonely in it, without feeling, feeling rejected and disgusted by it. This is our time to move into divine partnership with this body for the first time in our reality because you cannot get to where you're going in this life without your body. Your body is actually a completely multidimensional bio-quantum space suit designed to grow with you as you grow spiritually, which means you are not too big for this body, even though you feel it. This body is designed to grow with you. It is designed to move into superhero status. It knows how to use your brain unlimited and have extrasensory skills and strength that you could never imagine, but you've never used your body that way before. So your body is patiently awaiting your command.
Your body resides in the unconscious and the subconscious field because it is physical and it is non-physical. And it is waiting for you to stop feeling small and invisible and step into it. That's why if you've been listening to my teachings lately, I've been talking about well, how important it is to get this body strong, not because you hate it, but because you love it, because you need it, because it's going to need to be strong in order to stay grounded as the earth wobbles and changes over the next seven years. It's going to require you to take care of it just like you would a child or a pet. It's going to require you to discipline it because it has a lot of old programming of no discipline. It is going to re be required that you create space inside of this through emotional purging that allows new DNA to activate into higher potentials instead of continually processing the past programs that you've lived out the whole reality of this time and space. It's your job to make space so the DNA in your body can step forward and say, oh, I know who I am without these stories. I know who I am without those programs. I know who I am without mom's fear and dad's, you know, um, omission of consciousness. I know who I am because the body actually knows who you are better than you do, right? The conscious mind is always living in what if, what could be, what could I have, who I believe I am. The subconscious is basically spinning memories around. This is who I've been. This is what I'm not. And there's this contradiction. It makes us escape our reality. It makes us escape our bodies. So what I want to do is just for a moment, take you into just a, a, a moment meditation and take you into a space where you can see just how big this body can be. Okay. Because us as light workers need to befriend this thing and become this thing. You're not going to lose your divinity. You're going to expand it. Wouldn't you like to be able to be God in body? That is what you can do. You will stop feeling so separate. You will stop feeling alone. You will stop feeling like no one understands you. You will stop feeling like no one sees and hears you. And the reason why you've reacted and created those situations in the past is because you haven't been here, haven't been present in this body. Now, if you've done a lot of breath work and you've done a lot of meditation and yoga, you know what it feels like to be spirit embodied. But what I noticed is a lot in the spiritual community is we have our hour of high, our meditation. We have our hour of ecstasy and yoga. We have our 20 minutes of inlated, you know, joy and bliss in our breath. And then we go and we fight traffic. And then we go and we pay bills. And then we go and interact with our reality. And we don't bring that awareness into the real world. And it, it makes us want to check out again. We can't wait for meditation. We can't wait for our hike. We can't wait for our walk. We can't wait for the gym. We can't wait for the next conversation with a client. But if you're waiting, it means you're not living that way in this now moment. So bringing into life a living meditation, which means breath is in the body all day long instead of just when you're meditating, right? Presence is in the body all day long, not just when you're doing yoga, okay? So how I want you to be able to explore this is just, you know, if you're watching this live, if you can't watch this live, you can always go back. Um, we're at 27 minutes right now if you want to go back for the, for the replay later. And just close your eyes and ground your body for a moment and really allow the heaviness of this human body to drop into wherever you are and connect with the earth for just a moment. And as you do that, just begin to breathe your body. See, your body is breathing, but you also have the opportunity to breathe this body. 
And as you breathe this body, allow that breath to go all the way down into the root. Feel it go all the way down into the root chakra and allow the energy from the root to hydrate and oxygenate your legs and your feet. You are electricity. You need to move that electricity all the way through your body to the conductor of the earth so that the earth may now respond with life-giving healing energy back up in your body. And as you begin to breathe in your root and you breathe in the rest of your body, imagine that this breath is moving all the way to your crown. And imagine as if it was a, like a breath of fresh air coming out of a water. Oh, take a breath. Take a breath as it moves out and in through the crown. Move, take a breath as it moves down into the root through your legs to the earth. And really feel the conduit of energy that you are, the conduit of electricity and electromagnetic energy of the vibration that you can feel when you're really here. And from that awareness, what I want you to do is use your imagination to imagine bringing all of the spirit Think back to the last ecstasy moment in meditation, how big you felt, how awesome you felt. And imagine bringing that energy into the body, not just the mind, not just the heart, but into the toes, into the knees, bringing that expanded awareness that you get when you're in that state of ecstasy, bring it inside your body. Let your cells see who you are. Let your cells feel that greatness because most of us keep it in our minds and it's here to be in the body. And as you begin to feel that, ask yourself, how big can I get? How big can I get this body? How strong can I feel in this body right now? And keep your breath moving and notice that you don't need to be outside of this body to become the universe. You don't need to check out and leave. You're bigger right here. And notice from the inside out, expanding your consciousness and what ama amazing things that you could create feeling that expanded in physical form. Because in physical form, you can create big changes in physical reality. In your mental meditations, you can create big changes in non-physical reality that will trickle down into collective consciousness eventually. But if you make the changes here and you get yourself so confident and so big in who you are, then you're going to be able to have the voice that you need. You're going to have, you know how to write that book. You're going to know how to lead people into their own awakening. You're going to remember how to heal and just by being that big your body doesn't need to be ill because you're finally paying attention to it see it's all what i talked about in the beginning is one of the greatest things that we do as light workers is if we avoid ourselves and we feel so amazing when we're helping others that that feels good enough we get comfortable in the suffering of ourselves denial because other people feel great around us but don't we want to feel great inside of us see i know you feel good when you're alone because no one's triggering you but when you get inside of yourself 
and you see all of the dark spots within and the blind spots and the demons and the hauntings that have kept you small, when you can go and be present with them and know that they are part of your greatness as well and the unmasking of that and acceptance of that and the loving of our own density creates so much healing within ourselves, then we don't have to hide anymore. We don't have to hide from the light because we are the light. We don't have to push our light onto others to feel worthy. We just have to go in and feel what it could possibly feel like to be the universe in human form. You know, when you're watching a movie and you see the superheroes, right? It doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter what part of the world you live on. When you see a movie and you see someone using superhuman strength, there is something inside of you that says, I know that's who I am. I feel it. I know I, I, I resonate so deeply with that. I just don't remember how to do it. I don't remember where those buttons are. And really what it is, is ask yourself, what am I hiding from? What am I avoiding? Because if there was ever a time when we were going to be able to be superheroes in human form, it just started in the seven-year cycle. And this revolution that is underway is a personal revolution. You know, we're doing these quantum revolution tours all around the world, but it isn't about... It isn't, it isn't about a business traveling around doing healing work. It is about honoring and celebrating the personal revolution that is going on with every one of us right now. We are revolting from our own weakness. We are revolting from our own contradiction. We are moving away from comfortable conformity and we are stepping into ourselves and saying, this is my truth and this is how I can help the planet. It doesn't have to be... Um, it doesn't have to be unique and special in the way that you believe it does. You know, you're seeing everyone around you do amazing things. But even if it is something like teaching, you know, sign language that brings you the most joy, then there are millions and millions and millions of people that are asking and asking and asking for you to show up and show them how to do the thing you love, to remind them of who they are. That's why we all get to be so unique. We have a different niche. We have a different approach. We could all be teaching the exact same thing, but it is through our own stream of consciousness that we generate it and create a uniqueness that allows unique individuals to connect with our message of our way of showing, of our way of healing. And then it opens up their unique way of showing and healing and creating because it's almost like the power of influence. If you see great people doing things with limitations, it believes that you can do great things with limitations. And we have all been living lives of limitations on this planet. But we have all been in the state of avoiding our own potential in order to stay some part of us com comfortably numb. And I know it feels good to be of service to everyone and you will continue to be because once your cup is full, your essence, your overflow is what you give away. But a lot of us, we give away the true essence of ourselves and we become empty and drained. And then we move into a state of resentment of, for our government and our people and our friends and our families and the takers in our lives. And those takers have a tendency to continue taking because if this is all just virtual reality and we're all just making this up and we're just acting things out, 
and I choose to be a rescuer, you better believe that I'm going to be attracted to everyone who needs to be rescued. And if I stopped actually attracting a bunch of people that need to be rescued, who would I be? I might actually fall into some sort of horrible illness because I would lose my identity if there was no one to rescue. If you're single and you're a spiritual person out there and you're jumping in the dating world and you're a rescuer, you're going to be physically and sexually attracted to someone who needs rescuing. It is going to be the very thing that attracts you to the relationship and is going to be the very thing that breaks the relationship up. So what I'm saying is everything is a circle and we have come back to our center point. We have come back to the moment where we have to look back down at the, at this road of avoidance, the burdens that we're carrying and look at the emotional baggage that still is in need of healing. And we need to honor ourselves first. It is not self. It's not, it's not about being selfish. It is about understanding that you're not going to get to play on this playground of 5d in this new energy and this new reality. If you don't allow yourself to be. So where do you feel safe? Where do you not feel safe? Where do you not feel worthy? Where are you still honoring someone else's journey before your own? Where is your life still a contradiction? Where are you in avoidance? Because it's just the simple questions that asking ourselves questions is a form of hypnosis. And when I ask myself, what am I avoiding? Well, let me ask you, who's asking those questions? Because consciously, I've justified all the reasons why I must avoid. It's uncomfortable. I don't have the time. I don't have the money. I don't have the support. Someone's in the way. I can't do what I want because of this. That's technically just a story. And underneath all story is just vibration. And there is a vibration that's playing at your energetic level that is creating and manifesting your reality. And until we're willing to look at that level, nothing will ever change. You can run away, you can surrender, you can give up. And as soon as you dust off the dirt and jump back into the game, within six months, you'll be repeating a pattern. It may actually be three months now because time is speeding up. And as time speeds up, what is so awesome about this paradigm, you guys, is that when you're super in alignment, time speeds up, but your age slows down. This is cool. Okay, as you start to learn the inner makings of your own epigenetics and your own DNA, you realize that as the more you use source energy and the more that you're using your own essence, the less you age because age is a marker towards death, right? But if you're never vibrating the frequency of death, then you never vibrate the frequency of age. So as time speeds up, you know, it's like, it's like if you remember being a kid, how slow time felt for you, right? Especially when, when you really were not happy with what you were doing. And when you were really happy with what you were doing, time moved too quickly. Well, in this new energy that we're in, you're going to notice that time is moving so fast. But when you're in that childlike state of unity and transparency with yourself, you have all the time in the world to do what you want to do, you, and, but you're getting through things faster. You're, getting, you're not having to wait so long for things to manifest. You're not having to wait for things to, so long to show up. Because we're, what we're going to be teaching in this Warrior Workshop is the art of preparation, never having to wait again. If I'm always preparing for who I choose to be, and I'm always preparing for what I want, 
then I'm never actually noticing that it hasn't arrived because I'm always in a state of preparation. This is going to be something that you're going to see a lot this year. This is going to be something that you're going to find as a helpful tool when the ego part of you feels stuck. You're never stuck. You're just stuck against an old pattern and it's recycling you back to the beginning of that cycle and you're having to move and move again. So if you choose to take seven years to learn to be aware of that, that's okay. But you get one year in this new energy that's vibrating new awareness, new opportunities, new beginnings, clean slate. So if we can create the clean slate on the inside with the emotional baggage, then we can understand and know that we will just be able to step into our inspired action and move with grace, prideless, in a state of humility and understanding that we create our own reality, but it isn't coming from some false facade of what we want to look like to others. The perfectionism leaves because you realize that the imperfect parts of you is actually what makes you great. It is actually what makes you talented. It is actually what makes you beautiful. It's those imperfections that you're going to fall in love with this year because you're going to realize that even though that might have been a shadow part of you, that's also where the magic is. The quirks and the weirdness that we call ourselves, that is the magician. That is the magic. And we want to actually embrace that and bring that out on the front line. And I want to just close with a little bit of understanding as far as um, a lot of people ask me and write into me about what is the difference between feelings and emotions? Because we know that this is a lot, there's a lot of emotional purging going on. And to me, to, to bring it into a fourth grade understanding, because it's all different facets of vibration and frequency, is that emotion is the soundtrack of your thoughts. So if you're watching a movie and the movie is a horror movie, the sound that goes with that story is going to be taking you into a scary place. Well, your body works exactly like a movie. Exactly. So if I have a thought, my body will create a chemical reaction that mimics the thought in emotional form. And that emotion will be washed over me. And if I'm not conscious and present, I will believe that that emotion is true. I will believe that that emotion is me. I will believe that I am sad. I will believe that I am mad. But if I were to go underneath that story and stop looking at the thought and look at the energy underneath, I would actually find the feeling. And the feeling is not about anger or, you know, frustration. It is about a interior belief system that I'm not free or I can't create, and I can't have what I want. And therefore, that generates all the thoughts, and that generates all the emotions, and that creates the state of being over and over and over again until I hit my thing called rock bottom. I slip off the mask. I surrender. I face the things that I'm avoiding. Because have you guys noticed when we hit rock bottom, we have to face the things that we're avoiding? This is why our life gets better. So I'm going to leave you with that. Thank you guys so much for being here with me this month. And I hope you all join me in my warrior workshop. Also, if you are hearing me for the first time, 
you know, please join our private Facebook group where I do teachings, I do live question and answers, and I do a channeled workshop every month in that paid Facebook group, which is my subscription group, and that is available at Jessica Alstrom Quantum Life Tika, T-I-C-A, which is my academy that I have here on Facebook. Thank you, and I will see you soon.